Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show, and by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. Wow, what a week it has been. What a week it has been. I have got exclusive audio. No one else on the air anywhere has exclusive audio of what could be the actual reason the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago. We will get to that in just a minute. A couple of other real quick headlines. Salman Rushdie attacked on stage. 33 years ago, the uh, Iranian regime issued a fatwa against him because he wrote uh, uh, the Satanic Verses, which I never made it to. I never, I waited for the movie, I waited for the movie, I waited for the movie, and it never happened. But uh, they are looking for someone right now, apparently wearing a black suit, uh, looked very familiar, tall man, um... Uh, who may have appeared in several movies, including Men in Black and, and Independence Day. Uh, it could be, uh, could be, but he did uh, approach Salman Rusty on stage and uh, attack him. I, I don't know. That could be true. That could be another thing. Also, I don't know if you do this. Polio has been detected in uh, New York City's wastewater. All right. So uh, one person has the virus in New York. Eighty-six um, percent of New Yorkers are uh, are vaccinated. Uh, a polio. And this kind of makes sense because the uh, Democrats, I mean, literally, they've been carrying the playbook of FDR for um, about what? 90 years now. And, uh, and you know, it's a new green deal. Everything's a new de- green deal. The WPO and all of this. And, and now they're adding, I don't know, giving everybody guns now to go after American citizens. But um, since they've gone so far with uh, trying to keep FDR's legacy alive, do you suppose that maybe a Democrat might have brought back polio? Just, you know, I, I throw it out there. Just throw it out there. So let's get to the big news of the day, shall we? We all know that uh, the FBI raided uh, in an unprecedented raid uh, Donald Trump's home. It's never been done in history. A lot of uh, Democrats are acting like, oh, this happens all the time. What are you talking about? I mean, honestly, yeah, this, this is something that, I mean, you know, if Hillary Clinton, like, for instance, I, I know personally that if Hillary Clinton, just say, had, I don't know, private server and 36,000 classified emails, um, the FBI certainly would go after her. Oh, no, they, that was true and it didn't happen. Okay. All right. That's fine. Uh, okay. That. Let me. Let me move on. Say, for instance, um, if uh, Barack Obama uh, left office and decided to 
take with him uh, 33 million pages of confidential documents uh, that should go into the National Archive and just just leave with them, and, and then the FBI would he would go right to Barack Obama, one of his palatial homes, one of his estates in Hawaii, right there on the seafront. That you know, because it's kind of weird. I hope he has a really high retaining wall because the you know the oceans are rising because of global warming. Or you could go to the one in Martha. I'm sorry, what? He he uh, he does he does have 33 million. Document. Okay. Well. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. So the uh, the FBI is now saying, and this is fantastic. They they must be I don't know reading from a movie script or something because honestly, it, what's the number one thing you would say if you were trying to frame a president? If you're trying to use some sort of national emergency that a president would have, <laughs> some sort of uh, very valuable information that uh, should be in the national archives, right? The national archives, by the way, asked the FBI to get this stuff, all right? So if you were writing a movie script, what would you say? What would you say? You'd say, what, 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 what? You'd say, uh-huh, he took nuclear secrets with him. Yeah, there you go. He took nuclear secrets with him. That's what he did. And that's what they're saying today. And they expect us to believe that. Now, realizing, of course, the president of the United States, I haven't seen it, but he carries what they call the nuclear football with him, which is this uh, you know, little briefcase. Maybe they've updated it. It's a valise. Maybe it's a valise. Maybe it's a man purse. I don't know. I'm not sure. But, you know, it is 2022, so I don't want to offend anybody. But, you know, there, there is that. So I don't think he kept the man purse, nuclear man purse. Uh... But that's what the FBI is saying, that is that, that the, okay. And by the way, the, the National Archives would not go after Donald Trump for nuclear secrets that he has. Because that would be like targeting something that is not archivable, all right? Because it's the nuclear secrets, right? So that would probably stay under wraps. Uh, so it's nonsense. So it's it's absolutely a nonsense that it's nuclear secrets. Nuclear. It's pronounced nuclear. I, I know. Nuclear. Yeah. George Bush called it nuclear. He called it nuclear. So there, you know, the jury is still out on that. So uh, yeah, it's a nuclear secrets. Uh, uh, by the way, Donald Trump is saying, "Okay, we'll come and get it. Let's let's unseal everything. Unseal everything. Do it all." Do it all, and uh, and we'll see if later today they have not only the affidavit to get the warrant, that's what they want, that's what the FBI will probably do its level best to not uncover, they will share the warrant because the warrant, while thin, will give every major uh, you know, uh, mainstream media platform the opportunity to say, aha, see, it was warranted. He took a presidential cookie jar from the presidential kitchen, and there was nuclear secrets in it. So if, even if they have a thin warrant, like the thinnest of thin warrants, whatever, then the media will go, well, see, I told you, you know, that obviously, you know, maybe, maybe you right-wingers, you uh, conspiracy theorists, you white supremacists out there, maybe you guys don't think this is a big deal, but we do, right, Mika? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mika. <laughs> I can't wait till we're off the show, Mika. Me too. <laughs> you know. But I have uh, insiders. I know we are only a, uh, uh, a nationally syndicated radio program in its infancy, just under a year, about two months shy of a year of being in national syndication on radio stations around the country. And so without further ado, I would like to 
postulate my theory as to what the President of the United States may have absconded with and may have had in the pool house at Mar-a-Lago. That's what the FBI is saying now. There, was, uh, there were secret documents in the pool, uh, near the pool house, I guess. Near the pool house, which, you know, that's where they, you know, put secret documents in the pool house there. Whatever. Anyway, um, my, my, uh, my theory is this. That um, the President of the United States may actually have access to and be in possession of the item that was foretold to us in the movie National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets, starring John Voight and uh, what, what, what is his name? You know, you know, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, and, and here is the proof. Listen to this. There is a book, and it has the information you need. The President's Book of Secrets. Yep. There it is. A collection of documents for President's eyes only. Uh-huh. The truth behind the JFK conspiracy. Yep, get what else? The missing minutes from the Watergate tapes. Big, big foot. And of course, Area 51. Area 51. It contains all of our nation's secrets. There you go. I think it was the, uh, the, the Book of Secrets. Everybody knows that National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets, and National Treasure were based on historical documents and reality. And uh, so I'm, I'm going to say that what, what happened actually was Sandy Berger, Clinton administration, went into the, uh, the National Archives, uh, stuffed a bunch of documents down his pants, and then got a hold of the National Treasure Book of Secrets, which contains all of the aforementioned and more. Elvis is alive, by the way. Elvis is alive. It's right in there. Uh, took it to the, uh, to, the, uh, to the White House, gave it to Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton kept it in his underwear drawer where it was stuck for, I mean, don't ask how it was, stuck, but it was there. And then ultimately it was in a cigar box on his desk until around 1996 when an intern by the name of Monica Lewinsky may have sneaked it out of the Oval Office. We don't know how that was possible. She wore a lot of tight-fitting outfits. There is some speculation as to how she got the book out of the uh, the Oval Office, but she was able to get away with it, and then she left it in a taxi in Washington, D.C., and apparently the taxi driver has had it in his possession for several years. Somehow it ended up uh, back in the Oval Office, and Donald Trump found it, and um, and he took it when he left office. That's what I there think, is anyway. a book that has think the information you need. Pretty sure about the President's that. Book of Secrets. Somebody else has this. A collection of documents for President's eyes only. Yeah, this show. The truth behind the JFK conspiracy. Yep, yep. The missing minutes from the Watergate tapes. Yep. And of course, Area 51. It contains all of our nation's secrets. Yep. Uh, I don't think that. Uh, this crisis uh, could have been avoided, to be quite honest, and I think that the FBI was completely within their rights to get that search warrant and go after the Book of Secrets. There you go. Now, on uh, I know it's not possible to get more serious, but it is going to get more serious. We do have some audio of Mary Garland yesterday, the AG, uh, appearing in front of the media 45 minutes late to deliver a three-minute address where he took no questions and basically uh, uh, said that, yeah, well, we did it because we had to do it because, you know... And uh, and then also I got some great information on the on the bill they're going to try and shove down our throats against the will of the American people, and there is no doubt about it that this uh, this Inflation Reduction Act is a is a Soviet style sham. Uh, 
that is being passed against the will of the American people today. It has nothing to do with reducing inflation. It has everything to do with payoffs and graft to green energy, making us more dependent on China for green energy, which sucks. And you can take your EV and you can shove it, by the way. But also money for 87,000 new agents, and they even had the audacity to run an ad. I don't know if this was on, uh, uh, you know, some sort of an online thing, if it was Angie's List under Assassins or something. But anyway, 87,000 IRS officers and an ad saying you got to be able to handle a gun and be able to use deadly force. So all of that is coming up today. And if you have some additional information on the Book of Secrets, uh, that's welcome as too. 800 no Alex Jones uh, callers, please. No, no, no. Because he was all over this, I think, like years ago. 800-922-6680. This is a Friday edition of The Rob Carson Show. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Sleepy Joe. Joe Biden's been asleep for years. This has to be a wake-up call and shine a bright spotlight on anything like this behavior anywhere. It's the Rob Carson Show. There is a book, and it has the information you need. The President's Book of Secrets. A collection of documents for President's eyes only. The truth behind the JFK conspiracy. FBI wanted this. The missing minutes from the Watergate tapes. Why they raided Mar-a-Lago. Of course, Area 51. Yeah. It contains all of our nation's secrets. Yeah, it does. That was what the FBI is saying this morning. Because uh, yesterday they said that it might be uh, nuclear uh, material. I don't know. I don't think it's actually like U-235 or plutonium. It was actually some uh, documents that uh, the president may have taken that had nuclear stuff in them. Which, you know, is really important, you see. And, and by the way, they were at Mar-a-Lago on June the 3rd. And you'd think if it was this desperate to get the, uh, the nuclear uh, materials uh, from Mar-a-Lago, they might have taken it then. And then also, by the way, the FBI, in case you didn't know, they also yesterday, one of the many myriad excuses they came up with was that they needed to do this because there was fear that Donald Trump would destroy the evidence. Here's the problem. Donald Trump wasn't there. They chose Mar-a-Lago when Trump wasn't there to go there. And um, uh, what else? They, uh, 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 and, um, well, here's what they originally said yesterday was the problem. Nuclear. Yes. It's pronounced nuclear. Nuclear. So, uh, and then also on the Friday before the raid on Monday. So the Friday on the raid, bef- uh, you know, before the raid, they said that uh, uh, they needed the documents because Donald Trump was going to destroy them. We find out that Donald Trump wasn't there, and they waited until Monday. So how important was it to honestly uh, to have the uh, documents? Well, it wasn't apparently very. It wasn't apparently very important. Not important. And then there's this. Getting ready to vote on 87,000 IRS agents today. Young men, if shooting skills you possess, then they need you. At the new IRS, they want gunmen. 
to do the uh, the arm motions with the Y and the M and the CA and all that stuff, EF. Okay, let's go to Sam in Selbyville, Delaware, first caller of the day on this day. Hello, Sam. How you doing, buddy? Fine. How are you? Glorious. What's going on? Hey, um, do you remember back when Obama was president he said we needed a federal police? I think yes, that's I what these 87,000 are going to be, and I think, they're, I think it's going to be the beginning of uh, a de- Democrat Gestapo. Well, Sam, you're exactly right. And I had this yesterday. Uh, Obama had actually uh, floated the idea of a civilian police force as well uh, organized and armed as the Army. He suggested that and tucked in Obamacare were provisions to to get ready for that. Uh, Right now, we know that a lot of federal uh, agencies are quite well armed. The DHS under Obama's administration purchased 1.5 billion rounds of ammunition. This actually happened. I've got the headlines. It was like 2010. 1.5 billion rounds altogether of ammunition for the DHS. And right now we know that the IRS has, I I have heard, uh, 1.5 million rounds. It only takes one round to kill somebody, generally, if you're a good aim. So what's the point? But, yeah, Sam, everybody knows this. Everybody gets this. Sam? Everybody understands that you don't, you don't fund 87,000 new IRS agents while simultaneously running an ad for new IRS agents saying that you must be able to handle a gun and be able to use deadly force. Dear God in heaven, if Hitler were so transparent, he would have never risen to power. I mean, honestly. Unbelievable. Thanks for the call, buddy. I do appreciate it. Yeah, ridiculous. Absolutely, uh, utterly ridiculous. And they're, they've gotten so bold about it. They've gotten so bold about it, they're willing to do things in plain sight. And by the way, if you did a poll of Americans about do you support hiring 87,000 new IRS agents, most people would say, hell no. But the Democrat Party is bound to determine to do this. You know why? Because they want to go after their political enemies. The IRS already did that under Lois Lerner. Never got an apology. Nobody ever uh, was charged. The IRS targeted patriot groups, Tea Party groups, to shut them down before an election. And now they're going after all of us. And if you look at all of, by the way, the IRS audits, not only do a very large share of them, 51% of them, people making $75,000 and under, but they're all in the lower part of the United States. Not so much in uh, Democrat areas, but in, uh, in the South, in uh, Texas, in Florida, that's where they target people. Because the IRS has already been weaponized. There is no doubt about it. The IRS has already been weaponized. And now they're just looking for you to make a little slip. And I mentioned this yesterday, and I, and I saw it reflected last night. 
with our complicated tax code, the reason why they don't want to simplify the tax code, the reason why they don't want to give you uh, just a, a specific number for how much you make, send it in, is because they like the complexity of the tax code. And they're really going to like it if they send agents after you because the IRS, unlike courts of law, presumes guilt and you've got to prove your way out of it. Now, if you are not Donald Trump, if you are not a rich Democrat, you are going to be confronted. They may say, oh, yeah, in line 2B, you, uh, you, uh, you, you wrote off your newspaper subscription in 2007, um, and you're only able to write off uh, 82% of that, and you, you did 92%, so um, that's technically cheating on your taxes, and we need $10,000 right now. Or we need this amount and interest right now. Or we're going to take you to court. And you say, well, I, I, I don't have a lawyer. I can't afford a lawyer. Oh, hell, I better send the money in. That's the way it works, kids. That's what it's all about. Left wing. More on this. Andy, more on. <laughs> more on. Uh, Merrick Garland on the way. The media defending the FBI, among other things, in your phone calls. It's the Rob Carson Show. Friday's a good day for Metallica. <laughs> it's the Rob Carson Show, Friday edition, and uh, much to get through uh, today. Uh, here is Merrick Garland yesterday, our AG, who sicked literally, and, and we know that uh, this is true. We've actually seen the memos that went from the White House to the Department of Education to Merrick Garland to sick the FBI on parents who were opposed to CRT and the nonsense, radical crap that's being taught in schools everywhere. And he sicked them specifically on Loudoun and Fairfax County. I know this because I've been following the story. I lived in uh, Montgomery County, Maryland, and I know some people involved in the school system, including someone, a liberal named Azra Numani, who brought this all to the fore and uh, was one of the people instrumental in getting a, uh, a Republican governor in the, in the uh, state house in Virginia. Turned the whole state upside down. But uh, but uh, Merrick Garland thought it was important enough, despite you know the the this, the, the entire country burning down in 2020, uh, you know, despite uh, all of these attacks on uh, crisis pregnancy centers around the country, despite in uh, you know all of the uh, all of the attacks by Antifa and Black Lives Matter, both terrorist organizations, by the way, despite all that, he chose to use the FBI's resources to go after parents. Who were, um, who were simply trying to express themselves at school board meetings. That's undisputed. It happened. It's ridiculous. This is a weaponization of the FBI. If you've been listening to my show, I had some audio from Ron Paul from 30 years ago, and he brought in uh, the fact that the FBI was created in the Woodrow Wilson administration, and he used it against his political enemies, and it's been used by different regimes throughout its history to weaponize law enforcement, including against, are you ready, Martin Luther King Jr. I know, hard to believe. Now, there are a lot of rank-and-file uh, FBI agents, maybe they uh, got into the FBI because they uh, were former law enforcement, maybe military, maybe they just had a dream because they watched TV and they saw the FBI with Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. I don't really remember that show. I was more of a you know Hawaii Five-0 guy when I was a kid, I guess. But anyway, 
and they and they signed up and they they are there for the higher cause of uh, of truth justice in the american way but uh, not so much with merrick garland and his ilk now we know that the uh, the fbi raid on mar-a-lago was unprecedented we know that friday the uh, FBI said that they needed to get into Mar-a-Lago because they were afraid that the president would destroy the documents that the president invited the FBI to come see. And in January the, or uh, June the 3rd, where the president of the United States invited the FBI agents in to, uh, to look at the documents, the FBI even sent them a nice note. They've still got the note. Hey, thanks, Mr. President. You're awesome. Yeah, you're the best. Yeah, we're going to come and get you. Uh, but anyway, hey, thank you. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so they did that, and they, and they even said, hey, we've got to put some locks on here so they, you know, nobody will get into it you know, in case we need them. And Donald Trump said, hey, that's absolutely cool. Anytime you need me, you guys come on back. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Melania made you some cookies. I'm not saying that the First Lady has to, but she did make you some cookies, and thank you very much. And then the FBI decided that, uh, after Christopher Ray's uh, disastrous testimony last week in front of Congress, uh, and uh, and Donald Trump's massive speech, and also uh, Donald Trump's uh, uh, plan for his reelection, which would include blowing out a minimum of around fifty thousand federal employees, including uh, FBI agents, they decided it was really necessary on Monday to raid Mar-a-Lago, an unprecedented raid. Not only did they, and they said about forty agents. Actually, last night, I had heard much worse than that. It was like Roger Stone all over again. They brought people through the front door. They had, uh, they had uh, boats come there uh, off of the bay, wherever that is right there, uh, the ocean, uh, right near Mar-a-Lago. So they had amphibious uh, units there. They had an overhead unit. I guess it was a helicopter. So it was, it was meant to be a power play. It was meant to paint uh, Donald Trump as some sort of a criminal. And it backfired catastrophically for the FBI. But here is Merrick Garland, 45 minutes late yesterday. He's a weaselly little B-word, and, uh, and he needs a glass of water because he always sounds like he's going to you know, cough up cobwebs or something. But here he is making a statement, uh, basically firing a shot at us and then retreating. Agents to leave with the property owner. The department filed the motion to make public the warrant and receipt in light of the former president's public confirmation of the search, the surrounding circumstances, and the substantial public interest. Oh, yeah, Mr. AG, I've got a question. Oh, no questions allowed. So I can't? Is it kind of like the January 6th hearings? Is it like, oh, okay, okay, so we can't challenge him in any way, shape, or form. We just accept this as the truth? Okay. In this matter. Isn't this what the secret police in the Soviet Union used to do? Okay, just shut up or you'll die? Okay. Faithful adherence to the rule of law is the bedrock principle of the Justice Department and of our democracy. <laughs> it's so fantastic. I didn't know he was going to do a stand-up routine. This is fantastic. Hold on. I need a drink. Hold on. Mm. Mm. Go ahead. Upholding the rule of law means applying the law evenly, without fear or favor. Really? Um, so I would assume that uh, this coming Monday you're going to go to uh, Hunter Biden's place. Under my watch, that is precisely what the Justice Department is doing. All Americans are entitled to the even-handed application of oh, the law. Oh, God, this is fantastic. To due process of the wow. law. And to the presumption of innocence. That is just 
Wow. Much of our work is by necessity conducted out of the public eye. You know, at this point, honestly, you know, I've got this expression that I uh, that I use uh, that I say, like, for instance, the if I could run through all of the evidence that I have that the 2020 election was stolen, including the fact that you weren't able to say anything about it on social media and you were shouted down or taken off if you tried to say, hey, maybe there's something going on here. And on November, the day after the election, my Facebook page with hundreds of thousands of followers just disappeared. Couldn't eat before I even commented about it. This happened to conservatives everywhere. Uh, you know, and I always say, rather than running through the whole litany of reasons why I believe that the election was stolen is I'm not stupid. All right. Same goes with the reason why 2020 was 2020 and the reason why there were riots in the street and the reason why COVID was played up as much as it was. And by the way, the CDC is recommending that you do what I said starting in March of 2020, which was protect the vulnerable, leave stuff open, don't have to worry about masks. I said that from the get go. And I say, you know why I thought it was all BS? Because I'm not stupid. And now instead of all of this with regard to the weaponization of the uh, FBI and all of the things they've done to conservatives over the years and their history dating back a, over 100 years that they've always been political tools. Instead of that, I just, I just need to say, you know, I'm not stupid. But the media, the media is stupid. They're defending the hell out of the FBI. Of course. The FBI is a conservative-leaning law enforcement organization. And we've sort of like I, lost... I guess they're self Clothing, then. <laughs> Lost the thread on that in the past six years. These attacks against the FBI, these attacks against the most important federal law enforcement agency Less than in America. 24 hours. How could you possibly not have faith in a federal agency? <laughs> After a peaceful search that they gave them a yeah. heads up on. Peaceful search. It's all legal. It's all lawful. It's not a raid. They didn't, you know, they, they, they're not there improperly or unlawfully. The judge. It's Hitler approved. Justice Department is returning to its historical position as a law enforcement agency above politics, trying to do the right um, Its history says the opposite. Right thing. I don't think there was any politics involved. This appears to be a nonpartisan process. Because anybody on this set had done the same thing, the exact same result would have occurred. And meanwhile, Hunter Biden, the son of Joe Biden, uh, has uh, a laptop that has, I mean, mega turbo gigantic gigabytes of everything from prostitutes to crack cocaine use to uh, selling influence to our enemies like china and ukraine judge would not sign off on that if there were not mm -hmm. uh, evidence sources tell me that you know there's a reason they wouldn't go in there if it wasn't really significant um let's say russia collusion hoax and the fbi spent a couple of years on that and spent like 35 million dollars of our tax money to find there was nothing um your argument is moot here's my buddy steve bannon going after uh, merrick garland this is what you your big shots hey guess what your days are ending. You're, you're blown out the ballot box. Then you're going to be brought up on charges. You're going to be impeached. And then Why do you think it's so important for the government to hire 87,000 new agents who know how to handle firearms and are able to use uh, deadly force and go after your money? Criminal charges should be filed against you. This is an outrage. This is an outrage. Let's see the affidavit. Let's see everything. We're not stupid. What was it that the Trump lawyers were in discussions? You had a grand jury subpoena. 
The lawyer on today, Christina Bob, said she had to ask you. You tried to play hardball at first with the warrant, and then you didn't send show her all the warrant. You didn't show her all of it. They said part of you're being played. It's sealed. You're a liar. And not just that, you're a wimp liar. Oh, I love it. Here, here he's going to go after him. You're an embarrassing little wimp. The little crackling voice. He's about to cry there about three or four times. Did you have going to cry, a little cry, baby. To get your courage up, you had to walk around and get your courage up. Forty minutes late for a five-minute statement. Forty minutes late for a five-minute statement where you had to have your press officer sit there and mark it up. Yeah, by the way, we told Newsweek the other day we had nothing to do with it. We smoked you out. And the American people know you're full of crap. 85% of the American people think the uh, country is going in the wrong direction. Last night, I saw echoed on national television uh, what I said yesterday that, you know, if you're worried about a civil war, the Democrats will use their power to say that there is an uprising in America. They will. They're gonna, they've already said that Trump supporters, that uh, MAGA support, ultra MAGA, we are radical, uh, that white supremacists, they are uh, the biggest danger to America. The FBI is completely down with that, and, and they, are, they are going to try to weaponize the government against those who oppose. But I hate to tell you this, when 85% of the American people feel like we're going in the wrong direction, that's not going to go over very well, particularly because, um, well, we all have about uh, 480 million firearms and the First Amendment, too, by the way. Yeah, this is a, a new kind of non-scientific poll. Uh, the Daily Mail, the UK Daily Mail, it's a gift from God. It's like opening Christmas every day. It's like right in the middle of the hard news. And then over on the right, you got hot babes and bikinis. It's such a great, it's such a great publication. Anyway. Uh, nearly 20,000 Daily Mail readers voted over two days in their poll on the FBI raid on Trump's Florida retreat. This was also echoed by a Convention of States Trafalgar Group poll yesterday, almost the same numbers. 72% disapprove of the search, 28% approve. Most of those, of course, in fact, I would venture to say all of them are Democrats. So the FBI has become an organized uh, crime ring, needs to be abolished, posted one reader from Washington, D.C. I have uh, to vote for Trump to defend myself from the same tactics, K, uh, FBI equals KGB, and they are coming for citizens next. And if the FBI weren't enough and they're already well-armed... Now they want to arm the IRS. They've got a million and a half, uh, a million and a half rounds of uh, ammunition, and they want eighty-seven thousand agents. Four percent of the money going to the IRS. Which, by the way, if you look at about eighty million dollars and you divide it by two hundred fifty thousand dollars, which would be the price of the average home in America, and there are a lot of homeless veterans, or a lot of there are a lot of people. I don't know if you watch. Uh, there are tunnels for towers. They buy homes for wounded veterans. You could literally put veterans who are disabled. Uh, you could buy three million two hundred thousand homes at two hundred fifty thousand dollars apiece. But they're going to spend it on uh, more enforcement. 60% of the money is going to go to enforcement. And again, the ad, nakedly obvious, said that you have to be able to handle a firearm and be able to use and willing to use deadly force. The answer is as plain as the nose on your face, my friends. I've got some great audio on the way uh, from uh, Liz Harrington, Trump's spokesperson, talking about what the uh, Democrat Party is attempting to do to us today. They are going to vote on this Inflation Reduction Act, which is uh, is honestly, it's like calling the, the, uh, the Holocaust the happy fun camp. It makes about as much sense.
Uh, your calls are welcome at 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Somebody call a plumber. It's time to drain the swamp. It's The Rob Carson Show. So last week, Christopher Ray was under fire on Capitol Hill. Uh, he, of course, essentially pleaded the fifth. He didn't say a damn thing. That's what they do. They blow the eight. They, uh, they uh, filibuster, and they never say a damn thing. And, and whenever you see somebody testify on Capitol Hill, they say, uh, just a one-word answer is fine. They will never give you yes or no. They just, yes or I need yes or no. You will never hear yes or no. That is verboten. Kind of like yesterday when uh, Merrick Garland spoke, he never said Donald Trump's name. Isn't that kind of weird? Kind of weird that way. Kind of weird that way. So he appeared last week. Donald Trump over the weekend said that he was going to dismantle the bureaucracy and he was going to fire at least 50,000 federal employees, including those at the FBI. And then uh, Friday, the FBI thought that uh, Donald Trump was going to destroy documents that they'd already seen at Mar-a-Lago and put under lock and key. So they waited until Monday, which would have given an entire weekend to destroy documents, probably all of them. Uh, And then they did the raid, a jackbooted raid with not only uh, 40 agents uh, busting through the door. It's not a raid. It's not a raid. Uh, But also amphibious units, just like uh, they've done before with other with other uh, uh, Trump administration officials. uh, And then also a helicopter. The former president. Now, let's just look at decorum and respect. Uh, Absolutely uncalled for, unnecessary and absolutely beyond any kind of protocol to do that. The only thing that would merit that is if your agency is the enemy of that individual and wants to harm that person. It's not about justice. That's nonsense. We've learned that from day one. The New York Times, day one of the Trump presidency said, now we go after him for impeachment. They tried to impeach him twice. They did the Russia collusion BS. They've gone after him time and time and time again. And for some inane reason, they thought this would be it. And it has failed. It has bankrupted them. It has made the FBI, it has taken everything that we believed about the FBI and done this. Except, of course, if you're Joe and Mika. Here's Joe and Mika. Here's their new uh, their new theme song, I guess. Let's hear from Mika and Joe, shall we? And the law. Well, you say appeasing the public. You're talking about appeasing conspiracy theorists, insurrectionists, yeah. weirdos. Crazy people. Freaks. Fascists, fascists. Hold on, hold on. I like this. This is what he's calling us. Listen to this. This is what this doofus, this fifty-five-year-old uh, Barbie uh, Ken doll. Insurrectionists, yeah. weirdos, oh, I love crazy it. people, freaks. Me, I love it. Fascists. Yeah. By the way, Christopher Ray literally called those who would threaten the FBI deplorables, and there was only one guy in Cincinnati, and he went to the agency with a nail gun. Yeah, yeah, we're really deplorable. Fascists who are now going. It wasn't us, by the way. Online, yeah, talking about violence against the federal judge, 
Uh, these are people. Oh, you mean like uh, I don't know, a Supreme Court justice? The guy went after him and in his neighborhood, and and uh, and uh, Merrick Garland isn't uh, doesn't want to protect the conservative justices. That oh, another one. Okay, you, like you Hypocrites. said, you're never you're never going to win with this group. But you know, you you look at the people that are squall. They pay these guys like thirty million dollars a year. Where the hell does MSNBC get its money? <laughs> Maybe it arrived in a pallet from uh, from Barack Obama, you know, a few years ago. Anyway, uh, we've got more on this. 800-922-6680. This is the Rob Carson Show. Back in a sec. Hey, guys, it's Rob Carson. You know, there are a billion Airbuds out there, but there's only one Raycon. I wear mine when I'm on the yard, working out, or just chilling. Raycon earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. Optimized gel tips make them comfortable, and they don't budge. Frustrating when you're moving around and you lose an earbud on the floor. Raycon earbuds don't budge. Raycon earbuds give you eight hours of playtime, 32 hours of battery life, all priced at half the other premium audio brands. Also, there are three customizable sound profiles, so you can switch from, oh, I don't know, five-finger death punch to Lionel Richie with ease. And, of course, there's noise cancellation. So if you're riding in a car like I did for 16 hours with my family, <sighs> you can enjoy your music or podcast in absolute bliss. Go to buyraycon.com slash Newsmax today. Get 15% off your order. Huge 15% off the already incredibly priced Raycon earbuds. Awesome! That's buyraycon.com slash Newsmax. That's buyraycon.com slash Newsmax. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. Hello. I hope you're having a glorious Friday. You are being ruled against your will. Congratulations. That is uh, that is America in 2022. Today, despite what you are going through financially, despite uh, the fact that gas is twice as much as it was when Joe Biden took office and was deliberately driven up in price because of the promise of Barack Obama from 2008, literally promised. He said that he wanted European-style gas prices. He wanted to uh, make uh, them uh, cost-prohibitive. It is a war on fossil fuel. It has caused everything in your life to go through the ceiling. The middle class has is, is collapsing right now. People are finding that low-income people are finding that it is, uh, it is unaffordable to shop at Walmart, so they're literally having to get their groceries at Dollar General. The every single cabinet member appointed by Joe Biden is failing at their job, and it makes you wonder. It doesn't make me wonder. Uh, it means to me that they put people in charge who don't know what they're doing because they don't want the problems to be fixed. They want abject chaos. It's happening on the border. The border czar has done D-word. Uh, it has happened with the transportation secretary, who apparently is transphobic because he's afraid to address the problems. We have supply chain issues that existed for two years. We have inflation that leads the rest of the free world. And today, in this time of crisis, the Democrat Party is coming to the rescue, and they have crafted a $780 billion which is kind of weird because Barack Obama did the same thing. $787 billion. Yeah, stimulus. He was going to get green energy and all that. 
So they're going to do it again, but this time they're calling it the Inflation Reduction Act because they are focused on reducing inflation because they know you're suffering. And in this bill, I have right in front of me all of the things that will reduce inflation. And here they are. Okay, so that's it. And, uh, and then they invest billions of dollars in what's called environmental justice on farms. It's nonsense. I grew up on a farm. You farmers should be, uh, you should be pretty freaked out. If you look at you know, farmers in uh, Sri Lanka or uh, the Netherlands, look at what they're going through. They're going, to they're going to try to destroy your ability to produce. That's what they're going to do. They did it in Sri Lanka. They did it in the Netherlands. They're trying this. Then they're going to put $400 billion toward green energy crap. By the way, you can take your electric car and stick it. I will never own a stupid electric car. It's a joke. Electric cars are a joke. Do you know why? Because 85% of our power comes from coal or natural gas. So your electric car is a joke. You are burning the same amount of energy it takes for me to drive my 2005 RX350 as it does to propel your, your nifty little electric car. Except for, you know, I'm avoiding the middleman. I'm just putting the fossil fuels in my tank. You're having to go to a plug which uh, has power coming from a coal-fired plant. You literally are adding, you're, it's less efficient. But you can virtue signal and you can wear your bumper sticker that says coexist spilled in religious symbols. And you can make you feel you're very superior than those gas-guzzling SUVs as you, you know, drive your electric car with your battery that'll go out at 60,000 miles and cost you as much to replace the battery as it would the car. But you just keep living large on that. And then what else is in this? Oh, yeah, 87,000 new IRS agents. What the uh, bleep does it have to do with uh, reducing inflation? Well, it doesn't do anything because that's what the left does. They put a label on something that is a non sequitur to disarm you. But the crazy thing is it's not 1939 anymore. And it's not 1917 anymore. And the Russians didn't have the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. And the Russians didn't have the media. And while the mainstream media still by and large is a mouthpiece for the Democrat Party, as is social media with some exceptions, now we have Getter, where I am, and we also have a Truth Social, Donald Trump's social networking site. The word gets out. The word gets out. So nobody believes this nonsense. Nobody wants another 87,000 FBI agents. Your government is weaponizing a, 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 an agency against you. And if you don't see this, then God dang, pull your head out of your arse. Pull your head out of your butt. This isn't uh, Alex Jones territory anymore. This has been done in history before. And they want to do it again. And they want to do it again. And then to add insult to injury. And dear God in heaven, how many injuries have you suffered the last five years as a Trump supporter, the last 15 years as a Republican, the last 
35 years as a conservative? How many indignities have been served up to you? And now they're going to weaponize the IRS. And they're naming the bill the Inflation Reduction Act. They really think you're stupid, don't they? They really think you're going to pile on the train cars. Oh, my God. Did he just make that analogy? Yeah, I did. I did. Let's go to Justin in Columbia, Maryland. Hello there, Justin. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your thoughts, please. Yes, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I actually had like a two-part question, uh, one, yes. one of which has to do with executive privilege. I haven't heard anybody say anything regarding Trump's executive privilege and why the mm-hmm. FBI and Garland were able to just rush in there, grab these documents, and then run away with them without anybody going through them. And then the second point I wanted to make, which kind of came to me while I was on, on hold, is if you recall back when Hillary was in a bunch of trouble for looking at, or, you know, keeping classified materials at her home, they asked Obama about that. And Obama basically, you know, said, you know, oh, he, he didn't think it was a big deal because, you know, none of that stuff really damaged national security. And, you know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll never know that. Justin, that we. Justin, we will never know that because we weren't able to find out, you see. Uh, and, and this is all about double standards, Justin. This, of course, is all about double standards. And by the way, electric uh, executive privilege only means something if you're a Democrat. You may recall that, uh, that Steve Bannon was arrested in a high-profile arrest, claimed executive privilege between he and Donald Trump. The same goes with Peter Navarro. None of that means anything when you're a Democrat or when you're a Republican. None of that means anything. There is a double standard that is all this is all about this is all it would ever be about let me ask you this justin because the uh, the democrat party has decided that the most important thing they can do is to invest in green energy and hire eighty-seven thousand irs agents are those on your priority list one and two in your life right now and are they addressing your needs right now with this bill uh, no, I think they, they'd be better served hiring 87,000 Border Patrol agents and putting them on yeah. the border. Yes, that, would, that, that would make sense, wouldn't it, Justin? Yeah. 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 Um, my simple answer for it all is you're being played. There you go. Thanks for the call, my brother. Um, I had mentioned last hour that the... The conserv or the uh, the uh, the Democrat Party, uh, the mainstream media, they're looking for anything that they can use as proof that you are fomenting a violent revolution. They literally are sending FBI agents if you quote online the Declaration of Independence. They've done this to at least one Congresswoman. It's a red flag. You know the red flags. The red flags. You know they were talking about red flags for gun ownership. Well, you know, one of the red flags could be a conservative. One of the red flags could be Gazden flag on your uh, Facebook page. One of those things could be a Betsy Ross flag on your on your Facebook page. All of these things. So they are going to say you are fomenting a revolution when they started the revolution already. We're in the thick of it. We are in the thick of it. You look at everything that has happened in the last five years, including 
the COVID lockdown, where people were told they couldn't go to church, where people were told they couldn't send their kids to school, where tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of businesses went out of business because the government said that you need to shut it down. And today, the CDC has the audacity to say, uh, now we can just return to normal. We are just going to do the protocols that I have been saying for two years which is protect the vulnerable, those with comorbidities, leave schools and businesses open, and you don't need a stupid mask. They're also getting rid of uh, vaccine mandates. After firing, wholesale firing, tens of thousands of people from the military and healthcare and all of this. And then you've got the burning, the sacking of America's cities in 2020 and then you have the relentless attacks on donald trump and i could go on and on but it's culminating in the united states government hiring 87,000 armed irs agents to go after something that all of us have in common income so now they've got the door open to your life And now they are going to look at any tiny bit of minutia in your life. One line on a tax return. They're trying it on Donald Trump in New York. The AG, Letitia James in New York, she literally campaigned on, I'm going after Donald Trump. She had no charges. She had no criminality. She's just going after him. That's what she campaigned on. We live in various dangerous times. The Marxist revolution, it began years ago. We're in the thick of it. And now they're going to arm their soldiers against you. And now they're going to say they can have AR-15s, but you can't have weapons of war. This is damned serious, people. And you've got to say no. And if you think that all of this is going to change in November, and it will, it's a matter of what they're going to do to you and me before then. I've got some uh, audio I want to share with you about inflation. Joe Biden uh, went on vacation after not taking questions and saying inflation is 0%, which is nonsense. What everybody knows is nonsense. And then we're going to talk about what's happening to the middle class. The number here is 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Proud to serve as the iceberg to the SS Titanic every day. It's the Rob Carson Show. This is our dear leader in June of last year. The Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own a gun and what type of weapon you could own. Mm-hmm. You couldn't buy a cannon. Those who say the blood of the the blood of patriots, you know, and all the stuff about how we're going to have to move against the government. Well, the tree of liberty is not water of the blood of patriots. What's happened is 
that they're- he's uh, setting this up, by the way. Uh, that's why they're saying you want to start a revolution when they already started the revolution. Never been, if you wanted to think you need to have weapons to take on the government, you need F-15s and maybe some nuclear weapons. The point is that there's always been the ability to limit, rationally limit the type of weapon that can be owned and who can own it. Uh-huh. Uh, originally, when that was said, I remember everybody's like, oh, he's, he's, he's kind of threatening us. There's no changing the course of his administration because, hey, we got nukes. You know, we got F-15s. And now they're going to pass against your will another 87,000 IRS agents, doubling the size of the IRS, the most unpopular agency in American history during a time of enormous crisis and upheaval. And they literally ran an ad to make sure that those applying had the ability to handle a firearm and be willing to use deadly force. And they call it the Inflation Reduction Act. You are so bleeping being played. Here's uh, Dana Lash. Uh, Dana Lash was on, I think she was on Fox last night, talking about uh, uh, the, the Democrats are saying when they create all these new IRS agents who can shoot you dead, that they're only going to go after people who make over 200000 like anybody under 200000 would never cheat on their taxes. We all know this is BS. And Republicans actually proposed an amendment so they wouldn't go after people making under 200000 Well, that is all completely negated, Brian, as you know, by the fact that the Senate just nixed that, that CRAPO amendment that was specifically proposed to protect middle and lower class Americans because the actual language of the legislation, at least in the House draft, was that right. the, the bracket wasn't intended. They, weren't, they didn't intend for this policy. I mean, that didn't sound like an ironclad agreement that they were going to go after lower and middle class Americans because that's where they're going to get their money from. In 2011, I mean, it, the IRS's own data showed that it was what? I think over a little over half of the audits were on taxpayers who yeah, made about $75,000 or right. under. 51% of the audits last year went yeah. to taxpayers with incomes less than 75000 Only 23% yeah. of the audits were at people who make over 200000 Yeah. By the way... Uh, 80,000 IRS agents or 87,000 IRS agents, if they're going after the nation's billionaires, well, there are 735 of them, and that would be 108 agents per billionaire. Yeah. Oh, oh, and here's Dana Lash talking about the IRS. Because, you know, I don't know if you do this. Uh, it's not the only, uh, the IRS, there are a whole bunch of government agencies that are already weaponized. They have, they have military forces, literally, they have armored vehicles, all sorts of weapons. DHS has 1.5 billion rounds of ammo from the Obama administration. Now the IRS has 1.5 million rounds. Listen to this. This is something that I hope that we talk more about nationally. We have too many of these bureaucratic agencies that have these these criminal divisions that are incredibly well armed. I guess that's what Democrats consider a well-regulated right. militia. Like the National Park Service has a SWAT team for crying out loud. Oh, yeah. They spent lots of money on this. But here's the fun fact. Between what? 2009 and 2011, a GAO report actually discovered that IRS agents had 11 unintentional discharges of their firearms because apparently 
badly. They get no training. They actually discover... It's like Barney Fife. For this GAO report that was released in 2018, they discover that... Imagine him with an AR-15. These criminal division IRS agents actually discharge their weapons accidentally more... There is nothing more embarrassing than an accidental discharge. Just ask Joe Biden. Then they intentionally fired them. Now, this is the same government agency that was found to have only answered the phone 19 to 20% of the time. And so Democrats' response is to hire more of these people and arm them more? That's insane. Uh, you're being played in a very dangerous way. Uh, let's see. Do we have... We do not have... Do we have Justin? No. I think we already went to that call. We already had him. We already him. Like me and Joe Biden there, you know, just me and Joe Biden forgetting there, you know, because, oh, did I just poop myself? Oh, my. Yeah, actually. So here's an article from uh, Richard Minniter. He's not actually, uh, he's not actually right-leaning. He, uh, he is the CEO of Zenger News. He says the White House has declared war on its own citizens, and shockingly, America has never been closer to a police state. Shut the front door! Uh, America's spiling out of control. From the unprecedented raid on Mar-a-Lago to the seizure of a congressman's phone to our doddering commander-in-chief who increasingly seems like a man who doesn't have the sense or stamina to serve out his term, and now America's on the edge of another political nightmare. We are less than 100 days away from the election of a new Congress to run the country while the de facto leader of the Republican base delights in stoking his supporters' darkest suspicions under the shadow of a sincerely suspect investigation. See, he's very, uh, he's left. It, it feels like the country is battling under crashing waves, struggling for breath, but the rollers keep coming. Meanwhile, Biden has left town yet again for a beach vacation with his son who has a federal probe looming over his head. I've got more from this on the way. Then we're going to get into some economy news, including, are you ready? 80% of small businesses say Biden is not doing enough to fight inflation. 76% say he is not helping fix the supply chain. And you're going to be shocked how many businesses are going to go out of business, particularly those owned by people of color and women. The most effective. Yeah, way to go, Joe. How's your vacation going? It's the Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. Run the freaking tables in November. We have your texts. We have your emails. We have the payments from Burisma. We have your travel records. We even know the Chinese communists who own you. There, my friend uh, Ken, my producer, put that together this morning. Uh, a little, a little montage, if you will of uh, what's going on in the country. We are in a civil war. It was started by the, um, by the left. We are in a revolution. It is a Marxist revolution. It started with the class of 1968. And they are going to do everything they can by hook or by crook to get their way. This has never been attempted on a country that is the greatest engine of individual and economic freedom in the history of mankind. But there's a whole lot of chaos which makes us weak, which is what the Democrats and the Marxists and the class of 1968 want to do. You're being paranoid. No, actually. No, not really. I mean, sometimes you've heard of Occam's razor. It's the, basically the, the, uh, the solution to a problem is the most obvious. Okay? So there are some things that you, you just kind of go, huh. All right, so 
Donald Trump uh, has been persecuted since day one. Russia collusion hoax was a fake. Hunter's laptop was real. The FBI covered that up. Uh, Donald Trump was uh, uh, was uh, impeached twice, one time for a uh, uh, harmless phone call between a Ukrainian leader and he, unlike uh, Joe Biden, whose son worked for Burisma, a Ukrainian gas company, and now we just sent $60 billion to Ukraine for our, a war between Russia and Ukraine that wouldn't happen if Donald Trump were in office, and we don't know where the money is going. Okay. And then uh, Donald Trump is impeached again after he leaves office, found exonerated. And so now the FBI continues this war. Merrick Garland was uh, placed where he is uh, because uh, ostensibly he was going to go after Donald Trump for anything. So Occam's razor would say the Democrat Party want to get they want to get rid of Donald Trump as a threat to them politically to never have him in office again. It makes sense, right? Nancy Pelosi, one week ago, Monday, a week ago Monday, we were on the brink of World War III. China was saying that if Nancy Pelosi flew into Taiwan, they would shoot down her plane. Everybody girded their loins for the possibility of a world war. And yet this week, Nancy Pelosi is just like saying, oh, yeah, you know, everything is great. And China, they are. Uh, we are for a one-China policy. And uh, China is one of the freest places in the world. And her son went with her over there. And her son has majority stake in a Chinese company. Yeah. Kind of weird that way. Massive crisis last week. Nancy Pelosi is standing up for the United States, for the people of Taiwan. The people of Taiwan are sucking into this, thinking there's somebody on her side over there. But now she says, oh, all of that stuff. No, no, we believe in a one-China policy. And as far as Taiwan is concerned, China, go for it. Occam's razor. Simplest, uh, the simplest answer is she's corrupt as hell. I was uh, quoting from this piece, the uh, White House declared war on its own citizens. This is from uh, Richard Miniter. The White House has been doing this for the past two years, dividing the country between good and evil. For, uh, for them, it has always been someone else's fault, Joe Biden. And that someone is conveniently their political enemies, Donald Trump and his legions of deplorables. By the way, Chris Ray, Christopher Ray, said that the FBI is being uh, 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 flooded with death threats. And it's awful that the law enforcement is being threatened, even though they did a D-word to support law enforcement as cities burned in the summer of 2020. 2020 and uh, the Democrats defunded police departments, resulting in a massive increase in crime around the country in cities run by Democrats. That's how the new administration justifies raiding a former president's home to recover documents, as they did at Mar-a-Lago, or seizing a sitting congressman's phone in an airport in front of his family, is what happened in Pennsylvania with Congressman Scott Perry. Seen from the White House, America is teetering on the edge of insurrection. Uh, What did I just say? An insurrection is a fancy name for a civil war, and war means police state tactics are justified. Kaboom. In both instances, more gentle, less obtrusive, and offensive measures like a subpoena or negotiations would have been sufficient. But in their minds, they're not dealing with fellow Americans. They're dealing with insurrectionists. The rules don't apply. Ransack their homes. Humiliate them. This is why A.G. Garland, FBI director, said that the biggest threat we have is not from Antifa or Black Lives Matter. And an internal memo leaked an internal documents from FBI whistleblowers. To Chuck Grassley said 
that they have a list of symbols they're looking for that show that you're an insurrectionist. One of them being the Gazden flag, one of them being the Betsy Ross flag. They are fanning the flames, not putting out the fire. Every element of these uh, uh, latest DOJ investigations look partisan and petty to, be, to, uh, to the more than 60 million Americans, 74 million, who voted for Donald Trump. And the refusal by the White House and the Justice Department to answer reasonable questions only adds fuel to their fire. Their suspicious suspicions started with the, started with the president himself. Biden's 2020 campaign was bitter. The president and supporters accused Trump of being a dictator who wanted to end democracy. President Obama nominated Garland to fill then-open U.S. Supreme Court seat. President Trump formally withdrew his nomination in 2017, denying Garland the li- his lifelong ambition. Garland could have recused himself from the decision-making process on the Mar-a-Lago fiasco in order to maintain the appearance of disinterest in justice. In, th- in a Thursday news conference, light on details, Garland revealed that he personally approved the effort to secure the warrant to search Trump's home. Then he walked off without taking any questions. What about Bruce Reinhardt, the judge who issued the warrant? Rather than go to a federal judge that was confirmed by the U.S. Senate, the administration went to U.S. magistrate judge who serves an eight-year term. The judge was an Obama donor who left the U.S. attorney's office in South Florida to represent former employees of convicted pedophiles. Uh, pedophile Jeffrey Epstein's, their airline pilots, and a Yugoslavian sex slave. The Biden administration has stumbled or worse, intentionally driven into unexplored and dangerous territory. The president's son and brother, Hunter and James, could be investigated, and so could Hillary Clinton and the many foreign funders connected to her foundation. But that's just the start. Every connection between a congressman and a union or corporation could, in the mind of a zealous, politicized prosecutor, be investigated for crimes. And could ordinary citizens be next? They already are. Consider the January 6th rioters. The FBI said it was not an insurrection, by the way. Thought you should know. They were justly prosecuted for destroying public property and menacing elected officials. Many that never entered the U.S. Capitol that fateful day had to hire lawyers and fight charges. Many others lost their jobs or gigs due to their reckless rhetorical support for the January 6th chaos on social media. America is at war with itself, and the White House should be ashamed. Richard Miniter, Zinger News. I told you. The Civil War, the revolution is already happening. And it's coming from the left. It's coming from the left. And then the dear leader. The dear leader had the audacity, uh, after knowing uh, the suffering that you're going through, Knowing the suffering that you're going through, he said that uh, there's zero inflation, even though the inflation just ticked down from 9.1% to 8.6%. But here's what the dear leader said. The news that came out today relative to the economy. Actually, I just want to say a number. Zero. Today, we received news that our economy had 0% inflation in the month of July. And he just said it and walked off to go on vacation, just like... A.G. Garland did yesterday. Now, here's Frank Luntz. Frank Luntz has ticked way left, way left recently. He's a pollster. I have never heard Frank Luntz so angry about Joe Biden's lie about inflation. Listen to this. It is a destruction of the meaning of words. It's Orwellian at its worst. 
It's the kind of job that I do as a language guy, as someone who tries to find the words and phrases to connect to the American people. But as a pollster, I know how much it plays into our belief that we can't trust our elected officials and we can't trust our institutions. Because they have given us no reason to do so. You know, we've been polling this issue and the American people think that it's harder now to make it, to get by. More than 70% of Americans have trouble making ends meet. One out of four literally have trouble paying their bills at the end of the week or end of the month because of inflation. And for Joe Biden to redefine what that means and to attempt to do it for the word recession is really the thing that the American people should be angriest about. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's exactly what Marxists do. People of North Korea are starving. Don't say a word against the dear leader. Or you're going to go to jail. Or you're going to get the government sicked on you. The government is going to look at your online activity. Or maybe you don't have a photo of the dear leader in your home. The IRS is going to look for minutia in your tax returns going back years and years and years. And because you can't afford an attorney, they can demand anything. And now if you fight back, they want the IRS armed. They have 5 million rounds of ammunition, by the way. DHS has 1.6 billion. (laughs) Wow. 80% of small businesses say Biden is not doing enough to fight inflation. 76% say he isn't helping fix the supply chain. A uh, small business survey for the Job Creators Network Foundation over the month of July found that most small businesses are worried they'll have to close their doors. Citing the current economic conditions they are under. The figure rises by double digits for minority and women-owned businesses. Wow. JCNF President Elaine Parker said Democrats' Inflation Reduction Act would be a sucker punch to the small business community. I really am I'm kind of done with the conversation with Democrat leaders at this point. I have two words for them. Andrew Bart used them. And they, they were two words, and they started one started with F, and the other one started with Y. That's what I have to say to the bureaucrats who would do this during our time of immense struggle, highest inflation in 40 years, where you're having to do your grocery shopping at Dollar General because you can't afford Walmart, where you got your car taped together, where you have to call your wife or your husband and say, honey, can I fill the car with gas because, or should I just put 20 bucks until payday? where they shut down your your business, where they told you you couldn't go to church. They even told you you couldn't walk your dog without a mask. And now the CD's saying, saying, oh, no, we don't have to worry about that now. The latest monthly uh, survey from the JCNF looked at 500 small businesses. Eight out of ten respondents said they believe Joe Biden is is, is not doing enough to combat inflation, while just 7% indicated the opposite. More than three-quarters also do not think the White House is doing enough to uh, negate the ongoing supply chain crisis. Nothing has been done. But Pete Buttigieg should run for president because he's gay. He checks a couple boxes. Just 26% of respondents said the U.S. economy was good or excellent. 74% said it was fair or even poor. You want some more? 
New survey suggests small business owners feel there is little to, to celebrate. Nearly half, 49%, said they were forced to raise prices to keep pace with their rising costs. 56% of overall respondents are worried they'll have to close their doors because of the economic conditions. Did you hear that? 56%. The figure rises sharply to 73% when it comes to businesses owned by people of color. I don't know if you knew this when Donald Trump was president, um, the lowest black unemployment rate in recorded history. But he's a white supremacist. I just wanted you to know. The worst white supremacist in history, by the way. Must have been. Must have sat there in his meetings again. Gosh dang it, what did you say? We have more women employed in the workforce than ever, and black and Hispanic unemployment is at an all-time low. I am the worst white supremacist in the history of mankind. Among women-run businesses, the fear is even more common. 76% say they may have to close this year. And the government is saying that they're passing an Inflation Reduction Act that does nothing but blow up the green energy debacle and hire 87,000 new IRS agents to go after you. Wow. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. freedom of expression great follow rob carson on social media go to truth social getter facebook and twitter at rob carson show another big takeaway from this polling that could have pretty major implications in november is that 60 percent of latino voters now say the country is on the wrong track that okay just real quick uh this is a completely wide anchor on msnbc and somehow it needs to suddenly speak perfect spanish just for the word latino here it is again. That could have pretty major implications in November is that 60% of Latino voters now say the country is on the wrong track. That number is even higher in some key swing states like Florida, like Nevada. Well, wait a second. I thought if you let all those brown people come across the border that they'd vote Democrat. That's kind of weird. Yeah, that's replacement theory. That's white supremacist. No, it's actually the plan. Not working out so well. I did catch something I think is kind of funny. This is uh, just kind of an aside. You know, uh, the, the whatever kills you makes you stronger. And every time that we've taken some sort of a blow from uh, the Democrats and every time we've been called something or every time that somebody goes after Donald Trump and it does a face plant and all this, it makes us stronger. And, and literally, to show you how out of touch these morons in Washington, D.C. are, they thought that using the word ultra would be negative. They, they literally auditorium tested they or whatever the hell. I don't know what they did. But they said that if you call Trump supporters ultra mega, then everybody will hate them. And, and here, here's an example. Here is our dear leader. Here is our dear leader, Uncle Joe, uh, Mr. Poopy Pants, saying that thing. The other path is the ultra mega plan. Okay, there it is. One more time here. The other path is the ultra mega plan. And then I was watching uh, TV the other night. I think it might have been Newsmax, actually, my network, where you can watch Rob Carson's What in the World? This weekend, oh, it's going to be such an episode, you have no idea. Donald Trump says it's the funniest thing on television. But I was watching a commercial, and they were, they were doing these as-seen-on-TV commercials. And, and there's only one way you're going to buy the products on that TV. they got to be pretty awesome. And that's why they describe these uh, ultra-granite stone cookware. Stay tuned to get this five-piece ultra-nonstick bakeware set free from that, granite stone. That is pretty crazy. The other path is the ultra-mega plan. Stay tuned to get this five-piece ultra nonstick bakeware set free from Granite Stone. Yeah, you see what they did? They called this Ultra Maga, and then we went, oh, okay, cool. 
Let's freaking be ultra. I love it. In fact, I think we've got downstairs literally. I think we have some some uh, laundry detergent, and it's like ultra tide. I'm not kidding. It's right down there on the washing machine. Mark in Cambridge, Maryland is on the phone. Hello, Mark. You got about a minute. Go right ahead, my brother. All right. What I'm looking at is why don't we do a general strike in the whole country, shut the whole mess down, yes. to all the truckers, the food providers, everybody, just stay home. That's what and I have been proposing, Mark. That's a great idea. Go ahead. And nobody has to protest. We don't have to go anywhere. It doesn't cost us anything. And eventually they'll get the idea. I, I think that we should propose a 10-day strike. If they don't get it, we'll go 20. I, uh, I've been kind of thinking out loud uh, with you guys yesterday. I proposed this yesterday, what we could do, and I've been looking for ideas here, Mark. I don't want to shut down the private sector, but at the same time, I want to send a very clear message to Washington, D.C. And by the way, they only think that you are a means of production and income. That's what you are, Mark. They could give a rat's behind about anything else. You are a means of production and income. They don't care. That's why they're passing this Inflation Reduction Act when all they're doing is weaponizing the IRS against us. So that's an idea. Idea, Mark, and I will put that in the hopper, and I greatly appreciate it's a matter of making this nationwide. It's a matter of sending a very powerful message to Washington, D.C., that we're just sick and bleeping tired of it, and we're not going to take it. And I'm going to tell you right now, if and when they pass this Inflation Reduction Act today, then your reaction to everybody on the left side of the political equation in Washington, D.C. should be F you. You should get a, uh, a doormat in front of your house that says, come back with a warrant. I'm not kidding. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. Welcome to the final hour of the radio program. I would say that uh, we saved the best for last, but no, no, no. No, no, no. It's always been, uh, we try to be good every single hour. You know, like the first hour and a second. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to make it as good, at least, maybe better. In case you haven't heard, the uh, the FBI, after Merrick Garland came out and did a uh, brief uh, five-minute statement yesterday, didn't take any questions. Uh, he's saying now that uh, the reason why they went after Donald Trump even though they were at Mar-a-Lago in June and Donald Trump showed them all the, uh, all the documents and everything that he needed and said, here, lock them up for us and uh, we'll talk. And Donald Trump said, hey, if you need anything, you come and get it. Just give us a heads up, get a subpoena, that'll be fine. Uh, instead of getting a subpoena, they decided to do the most uh, profoundly clumsy and dangerous thing that has ever been done to an ex-president of the United States. They raided Mar-a-Lago with FBI agents, guns ablazing. That's a raid, Joe Scarborough, you idiot, you inflatable moron. When somebody has an AK, and they are not an AK, but an AR, and they're standing in front of your door like they did with Roger Stone, and they have literally, they have a, a amphibious troops coming in from the water, like with Roger Stone, the canal behind his house, and they did that to Donald Trump. And now they're saying, well, the reason we did it, because Donald Trump had uh, nuclear class, what are we saying now? Nu nuclear? Nu is it nuclear or nu nuclear secrets? Nuclear. It's pronounced nuclear. Nuclear. Yeah, that's... 
That's what it is. Well, one of my listeners wrote me this morning and said, yeah, but didn't uh, didn't uh, General Milley say that if uh, Donald Trump decided to do anything, he'd give him the heads up on a nuclear-ish thing, you know, so we wouldn't have to worry about it? So, yeah, that was, that was the excuse of the morning, by the way. Ah, oh, you're just so being played. But I figured out this way, in case you didn't uh, hear this earlier, I know what they were looking for. Uh, in the movie National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets, which is a historical document, Nicolas Cage and John Voight, conservative, by the way, in the first movie, they, uh, you know, they, they looked for this uh, treasure from the Aztecs that uh, was, no, that, well, that was the third one. The third one was the treasure of the Aztecs that was above, uh, above uh, Mount Rushmore, right? Yeah, the first one was the Declaration of Independence. They needed to steal it because someone was going to steal the Declaration of Independence, and then they found this giant treasure. So the second one, they were looking for the Book of Secrets, which every president knows about. And if you watch the movie, you'd know about this. It's right there in the uh, Library of Congress. There is a book, and it has the information you need. This is what Merrick Garland is saying this morning. The President's Book of Secrets. A collection of documents for President's eyes only. The truth behind the JFK conspiracy. The missing minutes from the Watergate tapes. And of course, Area 51. It contains all of our nation's secrets. That's what what Mayor Garland is saying this morning. Donald Trump took the uh, Book of Secrets from the uh, the White House. Apparently is... uh, is what happens. So that's what they're sticking uh, with anyway, and uh, that's what they're going to say now. It's the book of secrets that they were after. Hey, let's talk about about Nancy Pelosi. And uh, last week she went to Taiwan against the the better judgment of the Biden administration and and almost started World War III with China. This close! Because she's out there for the freedom. Nothing would be finer than Pelosi over China in the morning. WW3. On a broom was riding. She was really gliding in the morning. This is Jim Gossett. Pelosi is in Taiwan. Her husband Paul's confused. Hey, hey. Thought she said Taiwan on alcohol he abused. Had somebody in the car with him. Paul wanted to try it to be the guy to fly it over China. It would have been a nerve to shoot a plane to swerving over China. Nancy's now in Taiwan and she's causing a stink. Paul's in a bar on his seventh drink. And nothing would be finer than Pelosi over China. Over China in the morning. Make sure to tip your bartenders and waitresses. Thanks for coming out, everybody. Try the veal. Try the veal. So Nancy Pelosi last week was, uh, you know, the World War III was uh, going to happen. I, I love Tucker Carlson. I, I do. And, uh, but last Monday, it was like I, I just wanted to, I wanted to go to a bunker. I mean, it was like it was all over. But uh, what we didn't know is that she held a meeting with a major uh, Taiwan chip maker. It was not on her uh, official itinerary, apparently. Uh, yeah, the, uh, I guess it's TSM is the ninth largest company in the world with a cap, market cap of about $500 billion. And uh, they're planning on building a brand new facility, $12.12 billion in Arizona, probably with the money that Congress passed to, you know, pay off chip makers. It's kind of interesting there. And, uh, and here's, what she said, uh, here's what she said yesterday about her uh, Taiwan trip, Nancy Pelosi. Our purpose in going to Taiwan was to say that we have this strong relationship 
built on the status quo, which we support, uh, which is uh, really important because they're saying. So we want those prisoner war camps and the Uyghurs to be slaves. That's that's where we're cool. We're cool with that. Well, we're trying to upset. No, the Taiwan Relations Act of 1979 at the same time as our change of recognition. When you were 100 years old. And established the terms of our relationship the three U.S.-China joint communiques, and the uh, six assurances. So yeah. there's no departure mm-hmm. from that. But in keeping with that, yes, yes. we will not allow China to isolate Taiwan. They have kept Taiwan from participating in the World Health Organization, other things where Taiwan... That kind of goes against what she said uh, early in the week about how awesome China is. We still support the one-China policy. We go there to acknowledge the status quo is what our policy is. There was nothing disruptive about that. It was only about saying China is one of the freest societies in the world. Don't they? Except for the prisoner camps and the slavery and the murdering little girl babies who are born, you know, and all that. Take it from me, that's from Freedom House. Let's it's talk a strong. little. You know, Freedom House, they're the ones who sell the books on television. Democracy. That's Random House, never mind. Yeah. See, courageous people. And, and it's it just, I don't know why it is, uh, except there's some commercial interest who would like to diminish uh, the relationship. Well, it's because you're a, you're a corrupt scumbag. Normally, we don't say that about, uh, you know, only men are scumbags. But, you know, honestly, men, men, women can be scumbags, too. Nancy Pelosi's son, Paul Pelosi, 53 years old, real close to Hunter's age. Weird. Second largest investor in a $22 million Chinese company. Paul secretly accompanied his mother on the controversial trip to Taiwan last week, according to the UK Daily Mail. And he is seen in photos alongside Taiwan's president, Xi Ing Wen, and other top Taiwanese officials. Paul worked for the telecoms company, Borks Technology, uh, with a Q, in a uh, board or consultancy role and was awarded 700,000 shares for his services, making him the fifth and later second largest shareholder. He has ties to a Chinese for, to a Chinese firm. They've been revealed as Pelosi campaigns to tackle the Chinese government's aggression abroad and its corporate influence on the United States. Paul's name was not listed in the official delegation sent out by the speaker's office. Shh, I'm taking hot, I mean, I'm taking Paul Jr. But in a statement, the speaker admitted her son was her escort. It's kind of weird, another parallel here, because Hunter Biden has hired a lot of escorts. But in a statement, the speaker admitted her son was her escort on the trip. And here she is talking about her son escorting her to Taiwan. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. There we are. His role was to be my escort. Um, usually, uh, we we invited spouses. Not all could come, but I had him come, and I was very proud that he was there, and I'm thrilled, and it was nice for me. It was it was uh, something special here. It's called uh, take your take your uh, a kid to a corruption day. Uh, it's kind of nice. It's like uh, take your kid to work day. It used to be take your, your daughter to work day. Then it became take your kid to work day. Now it's uh, take your kid to corruption day. And that's what it was for. It was a learning experience for a 53-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Paul is currently the president of a battery recycling company called EVSC. Paul became the president of the St. George subsidiary EVSC Corporation in January of 2021. 
The company is dedicated to electric vehicle battery recycling and future partnerships in the development of lithium mineral resources, which we're basically farming out to the country of China exclusively. That's kind of weird. Paul Pelosi Jr. also on the board of two lithium mining companies. It's not just for heroin addiction anymore. Asian countries produce 75% of the world's lithium batteries. Paul Pelosi Jr.'s Asian stock climbed 30% after his tour of Asia with his mother. Let's go to Ray in uh, Wattonsville, California. Hello there, Ray. Welcome to the Rob Carson hey, Show. What's going on? Glorious. Thank hey, you, man. Uh, how about this one? Yes. If every middle-class person in the United States simultaneously closed their bank accounts, I'm pretty confident that Washington would be crying like little babies. Yeah, because, uh, I don't know if that's the middle a good class idea. May, the middle class, the upper class may be the top 1% may control and have more money than the middle class and the lower, but they don't, they're not going to prop up this country. It's the middle class and below that prop up this country and keep this country moving. Well, I'm with you. Uh, yeah, this country, I'm with you. Have no legs. Yeah, I'm with you completely, Paul. And I and I do appreciate your passion. I'm not sure it would be a good idea to hobble your own finances. Uh, well, you know, by taking by closing days. your bank account. What? No. What? I'm sorry. What? It would only take a few days. It wouldn't take. Yeah. I mean, if that were to happen simultaneously, putting our demands on the table. Uh, it wouldn't take but a few days because I don't think this country would last but a week with zero money from the middle class in the banks. Yeah, I understand. I absolutely understand your uh, your passion, Paul. Uh, thank you for the phone call. Right. I'm not sure. You know, I like I like the idea of the national strike a little bit better. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm willing to. He- I want to hear ideas. How do we send the message? Because they're going to try. <laughs> you have no idea if they're if they're willing to literally call a bill. That expands the IRS, doubles it for enforcement, and arms it, then they'll do anything before November the 8th, guys. But thanks for the suggestion to appreciate it. Let's take a break and come back. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. If the mainstream media, big social media, and the Democrat Party say you spread disinformation, it means you know the truth. The important is you said the truth. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is a Friday edition of the Rob Carson Show. Hey, whatever you're doing this weekend, take the podcast with you, will ya? It is called the Rob Carson Show Podcast, and we do it uh, Monday through Friday. It's the entire show. The entire show. I know. Cool. And uh, we edit all the commercials out generally, you know. Uh, and then, uh, and then, so it's about two hours rather than three hours long, and then you could listen to it. And then we on Saturdays, we do a best of. So all of the guests, all of the comedy that you heard during the previous week, all of the commentary, et cetera, uh, you can listen to it on, uh, on your Saturday, on your Sunday, when you're hanging around, when you got the Honeydew Project, or you are the, the honey that all the doing is being done. Uh, then, then, you know, just listen to the, sh- listen to the podcast, listen to both of it. Just say, Hey, I don't want to say it. Co- uh Oh, literally. I just said, Hey, I didn't even say a L E X a. And she already started going that circle of light right up there on top. Hey, oh, I'm not going to say it, but a L X E a to say, Hey, bleep. Let's listen to the Rob Carson show. And it'll probably pop up there. Otherwise, you can go to NewsmaxTV.com. Shh, Alexa's listening to you. So, Rob Carson Show Podcast is what it's called. Uh, I don't want to use indelicate language. 
because uh, you know I, I I would like to think that I am fairly well uh, versed and uh, I generally choose my words quite carefully. And uh, you know, some people have said, you know, I don't like it when you say D word for Richard. Why? Well, because a lot of men are named Richard, and it's an insult to them, you know. Or I'll say something like, you know, I don't know, whatever, bleep you, and they, you can't say bleep you. Well, I didn't say the original word. I just said the word bleep. I know, but you really you need to be careful, you know. So I want to be careful about how I describe Liz Cheney. So I'll just say she sucks. Oh, uh, what? Um, yeah. Liz Cheney is, uh, is done. She is a Thanksgiving turkey. The thermometer is popped out. She's an internal temperature of 165 degrees, about the same temperature as Satan's soul, I think is what it is. Anyway, so Liz Cheney is uh, 30 points underwater uh, to win the Republican nomination for Wyoming's at-large congressional seat. <laughs> she trails her opponent, Harriet Hegeman, by 29.6% among voters who will likely vote in the Republican primary. Uh, they found out in this new survey that among Republicans, Cheney trails Hegeman by more than 50 points. 68 to 15. Wow. If you did a poll of toddlers and, and the choices were uh, macaroni, Kraft macaroni and cheese and Brussels sprouts, uh, that uh, Harriet Hageman would be the uh, 68% and, uh, and Liz Cheney would be 15 Yeah. Oh, and, and among Democrats, 97.8% support Cheney, while 2.2% support Hageman. And I don't know if you've been watching the TNV lately. But uh, I don't think Newsmax is running this commercial. But Dick Cheney is doing an ad. Have you seen it? He looks really P.O.'d. He's like, he, he looks, he's looking down, he's scowling, he's wearing a cowboy hat. And he's looking at the TV and he's telling you, you better not vote for them MAGA people. Oh, Dick Cheney. Yeah, Dick Cheney. And here is, uh, I decided to add a little music to it. My producer, Ken. And I have added a little music to the ad to make it even more powerful. Here it is. In our nation's 246-year history, there has never been an individual who is a greater threat to our republic than Donald Trump. He tried to steal the last election That's using me. lies and violence to keep himself in power after the voters had rejected him. He is a coward. A real man wouldn't lie to his supporters. He lost his election, and he lost big. I know it, he knows it, and deep down, I think most Republicans know it. Lynn and I are so proud of Liz for standing up for the truth, doing what's right, honoring her oath to the Constitution, when so many in our party are too scared to do so. Liz is fearless. She never backs down from the fight. There is nothing more important she will ever do than lead the effort to make sure Donald Trump is never again near the Oval Office. I like it with I'm the music. Cheney, and I approve this message. I like that. She's like Luke Skywalker's evil twin or something there at the end. That's uh, that's pretty cool. And here's uh, here's Harriet Hegeman's ad, actually. It's a little bit different. We're fed up with the Green New Deal and the socialists who created it. We're fed up with the attacks on our fossil fuel and energy industries. We're fed up with an open border. We're fed up with human trafficking. We're fed up with fentanyl flooding our country. And we're fed up with illegal immigration. I can see where this might resonate with most Americans. Better than, a, I don't know, an 82-year-old wannabe cowboy who shot a guy in the face. 
We're fed up with critical race theory. We're fed up with boys competing in girls' sports. We're fed up with... Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I, I could see why maybe that Liz Cheney's behind in the polls by like 50 points. Let's go to Roy in Dundalk, Maryland. Hello there, Roy, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show on a Friday. What's up? Hey, Rob. Looking forward to that Happy Meal, man. So <laughs> I'm sitting listening to the Rob Carson Show like I do every day, and my dog yeah. bird, I'm thinking, wow, I just had an epiphany. I know why the FBI raided Trump's home now. Why? Because Biden has mascalognia. You know what that is? Not sure. It's mascalognia is a sexual arousal of some smells. So oh I'm, I'm guessing he stopped eating his oatmeal and he yeah. demanded a pair of uh, Melania's dirty bloomers or something. So, <laughs> oh, come on. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. So uh, that's why I think they raided the house anyway. I, you know. You know, all I got to say is uh, initially I uh, I discounted uh, what you had to say there, Roy, just initially. And then I realized what a steak and cinnamon rolls do for me. Uh, so. <laughs> hey, man, you're funny as crap. I love your show, man. All right, bro. Thank you. That's why they call it a T-bone, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not sure. <clears throat> I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, by the way, the FBI left Melania's closet a mess. That's what that's what uh, the D words they are. They 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 went in and they they to add insult to energy uh, energy energy injury. They rifled through the first lady's wardrobe and left it a mess. Honestly, wow, FBI. Seriously, you reinvent yourself or you're going bye 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 On the way, the CDC now says everything we said about COVID. After they wrecked the economy and destroyed children's lives, among other things. We'll get to that and your phone calls at 800-922-6680. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is a Friday edition of the Rob Carson Show. Excuse me. Anne Hayes just passed away. She was, uh, I guess, fifty-two years old. Um, uh, I think she, I think she committed suicide. There you go. I said it. I've been sitting on this for about a week because you know Anne Hayes. You know, uh, there's probably a lot of things. Some uh, substance abuse. Um, also, Hollywood is terrible for women over fifty years old. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I could, could be completely wrong. Could have just been high on something and done it. I don't know. My gut is maybe she just tried to end her life. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. It's, it's, um, it's awful. Absolutely awful. I don't want to bring you down, but it's just worth mentioning. Um, okay, so I've got to, I want to get to the, uh, I want to get to the uh, uh, COVID, and now that the uh, CDC realizes they can't stoke it again, they can't use it before the election because nobody's going to believe them anymore, that they've decided to refer to uh, all of the things that I said from the very beginning, which was protect those who are vulnerable, leave businesses open and schools open. But unfortunately, the Democrat Party used the virus to destroy, uh, attempt to destroy Donald Trump and to wreck the country and the economy. That's true. That is true. Even ask the uh, ex-CDC director. There are others who said that they played up the virus, the statistics before the election, and then they used it after the election. Uh, let's go to, let's see, Angela in Glen Burnie, Maryland. Hello, Angela. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. You have some thoughts on the Trump raid. Thank you. Yes, I just wanted to mention two things, if I might. I'll make it fast. Um, I was very surprised 
um, when I went into stores um, after all of that happened and how in both stores there were groups of people and they didn't care who heard them. They were so angry. Um, so, I, you know, I think they made a big mistake maybe doing this. I don't know because people have been angry to begin with. I, you know, I agree. Now, now, you live in Glen Burnie, Maryland, not exactly a bastion of conservatism. Oh, gosh. You know, I, the other thing I was going to say is, real quick, um, when I was growing up, my grandfather in Baltimore, lived in Baltimore, my father was from Baltimore. I thought the only thing that existed were Democrats. And when I registered to vote, I registered Democrat. And so did all of my relatives, my cousins, that third and fourth generation. And um, my father would not be a Democrat today. Yeah. And anyway, I just wanted to say in 2008, um, I knew the party was going downhill, and I said, oh, no, this isn't my father's party. No. And so um, my cousins, most of my relatives, one of them said to me not long ago, do you remember when we were growing up and our father and everybody, we used to have Democrats come over the house from the county, you know, that everybody, the farmers, everybody talked about it. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it's terrible. I think it's a shame. I, I think it's sad the way the party has really... Angela, uh, Angela, what do you feel about the, the IRS in the height of our uh, most troubling time? I mean, honestly, when unemployment is... Uh, is well, unemployment's okay because people have two or three jobs and they're coming back from retirement. But they want 87,000 IRS troops in this time of our crisis. What do you, what do you think about that, Angela? Well, I mean, like, most people are talking about that. I couldn't believe it. I thought I heard it wrong the first time. And a couple of times, myself and someone else I know has had the IRS come after us only to say, oh, we made a mistake, like it was nothing. And I thought, boy, these people, some of them are really mean. And now that they're saying that, I mean, I, I just don't understand why. I think he's, I don't know if he's going to try to go after people to get money. To of course they are. Angela. Doing. Angela, Occam's razor. It, of course they are. That, don't even debate that. That's what oh. it's there for. I, I'm just telling you, don't waste your intellectual energy on anything else. The reason they want it is they want to go after their political enemies, and they want to scrape as much money out of your account as they can. That's I, it. Yes, End of debate. I agree, and, and I just want to say, I know you have a lot of callers. Um, I appreciate your show very much because before I started listening to it, I thought the whole world was going crazy, and now I, <laughs> the, few, the people that I know, most of them do feel this way, and there are a few that don't, and we can't even talk about it. You know, um, we try not to because we wind up getting into an argument, um, but I do appreciate your show because I realize the people that call in, there are so many people that are really tired of this, and, and I hope it shows when we vote. Amen. Amen, Angela. Uh, stay strong and, you know, uh, keep your chin up, okay? Thank you for taking my call. You bet. Have a glorious day. Here's what I think we should do. Are you ready? I think we should all apply for IRS jobs. I'm not kidding. Now, I'm not saying be untruthful. I'm not saying lie and read your resume. I'm suggesting that we in mass go and apply for every damn job that the IRS has to offer. I'm serious. Go to the IRS.gov site and apply for every frigging job they have. And then when they call you, say, oh, you know what, I found something else, but thank you. Or, or even maybe get to the point of the interview process. Tie their hands. I'm absolutely serious. I, I would recommend, 
I would recommend that if you want to, and again, I'm not asking you to be untruthful. I'm not telling you that, uh, you know, maybe you need a job. Maybe you need a second job. Maybe you need a third job. And, you know, since the IRS isn't cutting... All right, now a lot of places are cutting their, uh, you know, their their employees, but the IRS is hiring. So I would recommend that we Americans, millions of us, go to the IRS website and apply for a job today. Because honestly, folks, the IRS is hiring. They are hiring. This is a this is a fantastic. It may be a, a you know a, a crap show in the real world. You can't get a job, but the IRS is hiring right now. So I would make it your your daily project to apply for an IRS job. Why not? Why the hell not? Let's just tie there. I mean, let's uh, let's seriously consider a, a job for the IRS. Let's let's not uh, you know try to throw a wrench in their machine. I would never do that. But you know what? Maybe we, by the thousands, by the millions, should apply for IRS jobs today because they are hiring. Where does that website? Hold on a second. Uh, again, I'm not asking you to be untruthful. No, 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 no. I want you to be very truthful. Uh, you know, your skills and everything, you know, and all that. Uh, but, but definitely, IRS is hiring. I would definitely consider uh, applying to every IRS job you could possibly apply for just to possibly get a job. Okay? There you go. Let's go to David in Baltimore. Hello, David. How you doing, my friend? As Gomez Adams and the Adams family used to say, capital idea, Rob. That was terrific. Rush would be proud of you. <laughs> I think that's what we got to do, David. We got to apply for jobs at the IRS because they're hiring. I love it. I love it. I am going to pass the word to my congregation. I'm a pastor Please. here in Baltimore, Rob, and in truth. I know I you. I know you. I hear you all the time. How you doing, my brother? I'm fine, and it was such a pleasure meeting you a couple months back when you came to town. God bless you, Rob. You too. Buddy, it is so good to hear your voice. I hear your commercials on our anchor station, WCBM. And, uh, and buddy, if I get the chance, I would, if you would have me, I would love to speak to your congregation. I would love to have you here, so we need to coordinate something. Well, we'd make it lively. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but, it, you know, the, the truth is so important. Certainly, as a Christian, uh, Jesus said to know it would set you free. He sets us free from sin, and people like you and me are doing our best to set the uninitiated free from the evil that is going on in our government. Yes, now, sir. along those lines, uh, Trump-endorsed candidates are winning, and they're, and they're winning big. We need real Republicans uh, to to take over in November, not the rhinos. The rhinos know nothing about the truth. Yep. And to tie all that together, and as a special invite uh, to you as well, if you're in the area, we have our annual God and Country Service this year. It's on September 10th. And Vince Everett Ellison is our keynote speaker. I don't know if you know him or know of him. Yeah. He is on fire, and he has the solution to what is the problem in the inner cities, and it all starts with the pastor. So you know I'm yeah. on board with yeah. that. We're going to do. Well, he's got the fire. Down. He's got the fire, and you got the brimstone. There you go, brother. <laughs> all right, uh, sir. Thank you very much. Have a glorious day. I think we need to apply for IRS jobs today. I, I want you today to go to social media and just tell everybody that the IRS is hiring. I mean, honestly. I'm not, I'm not trying to play a trick here. I'm just saying if you need a job and you want security, job security, 
The IRS was the place to go. And they're hiring 87,000 new IRS agents. And your Congress is, is funding 87,000 new IRS agents. And, and what they want is they want a bunch of left-leaning types who really hate Donald Trump and really hate conservatives and will do anything to rid the, the country of them and to punish them and to even imprison them like they're trying with the, uh, the president of the United States. So I am asking that you go to the IRS.gov website today and apply for as many jobs as possible because there are opportunities to move up in the IRS They've got $80 billion of our money coming their way. Now, of course, it was, uh, you know, voted for by the Democrat Congress against the will of the American people under the guise of being an Inflation Reduction Act. I know that. But if they're hiring, happy days are here again, folks. Happy days are here again. I think you need to apply for the IRS. I'm being serious. If they're hiring, they're recession-proof. Right now, we're in the worst recession in the last uh, uh, 40 years. We're in, well, we, you can't say the R word. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We're not in a recession. But, but we have the worst inflation in 40 years. You're having trouble putting food on the table. I understand some of these jobs, if you're going to be an IRS enforcement agent, and if you know how to handle a, a, a weapon, and if you're willing to use deadly force, like in the ad that they took down earlier this week, then by God in heaven, you should start because you could start making 50 grand and go work your way up to like 90 grand plus benefits and retirement. Yeah, I know. So if you want a job, I would suggest going to irs.gov today and applying for a job. I'm being serious. Don't use any profanity. Don't lie about anything. Just apply for jobs. Every job that you think you're qualified are for. And that may be every job on their site. Who knows? Who knows? Thinking about coming out of retirement? Apply for a job at the IRS. Uh, you know, thinking about a second job? Apply for the IRS. Thinking about a third job because of the, uh, the, uh, uh, the Biden economy? Work for the IRS. The IRS is hiring, guys. The Democrat Party is funding, doubling the size of the IRS. And uh, I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, like, I- I've been fantasizing about a new car since 2004. I got three used cars in the uh, driveway that uh, uh, collectively their age is actually higher than Nancy Pelosi and they have more mileage than Kamala Harris. I know, crazy. So if you're thinking about a new car, maybe a new EV, you know, then I think working for the IRS could be your answer. There you go, irs.gov, irs.gov. Oh, um, yes, I'm going to uh, wrap things up with uh, a little COVID action. Uh, if you haven't, and you're a new listener to the radio program, I have a, our, our official uh, COVID vaccination theme song that I'm going to play. Take your jab and stick it. I'm going to play that, and then I'm going to share some of the new uh, guidelines that the CDC is offering, which are what we said two years ago before they destroyed the economy and your child's education. Yeah, all of that. So that's coming up. Again, irs.gov, they're hiring. The Democrat Congress is doubling their workforce. So go to the irs.gov and apply for every job possible that you think you're qualified for because uh, they're recession-proof. I mean, sorry, I mean, there's no recession or anything. Everything's great. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. If the left tells you to quiet down, get louder. 
It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. Go to IRS. Uh, oh, here, hold on. It's a different. It's a different website. If you want a job for the IRS, the IRS is hiring. Thanks to the Democrat Party voting against the will of the American people in a time of great crisis, and they're going to hire eighty-seven thousand new enforcement agents to go after people. But don't worry, it's only people. Uh, over 200,000, even though they got rid of the amendment that says, uh, says uh, don't go after people who make under 200,000. But just go to jobs.irs.gov, jobs.irs.gov. I would encourage you to apply. They are hiring. It is a hiring boom at the IRS. It may suck for you in your personal life. You may be going broke. You may be uh, part of the disappearing middle class, but you can get a job with the IRS, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, jobs.irs.gov, jobs.irs.gov. I'm completely serious, by the way. This is not satire. Go to irs.gov if you would. Do it today. Do it tomorrow. Do it uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Do it every single day of the week. Take this jab and stick it. I ain't getting no vaccine. Joe Biden's stupid mandate. The dumbest thing that I've ever seen. It's Jim Gossett. Biden says take the shot or go home so I'm walking I didn't get vaccinated. Joe Biden's been in D.C. for going on 50 years. IRS wants to jab you. And now he's trying to bring us down, playing on people's feet. Everybody's going to die! I've seen a lot of folks in D.C. lie. I've seen a lot of pay to play. With Democrats, I've had it up to here. And now I got the guts to say, Take your jab and stick it. I ain't taking this no more. We still got a constitution. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Did you know that 67% of recent COVID deaths in San Diego, California, are fully vaccinated and boosted, just like Joe Biden? That's kind of weird. CDC says that people exposed to COVID no longer have to isolate. The agency recommends just masking indoors, testing for five days for uh, people's uh, to up-to-date their vaccine. There, you got to do that, too, because Joe Biden already paid for 105 million vaccine shots for the, fly, for the fall. You know why? Because he wants to make them vaccine manufacturers really, really rich. 105 new 105 million new doses. Each one of them doses, what, about $35, $50, Wow. What, maybe we should apply with Pfizer. Nope. The IRS is hiring. So it's the most deadly pandemic in the history of mankind. One million people died in the United States alone. 
but you know that we were uh you know all the stuff that they're saying now that says that you don't need to uh you don't need to uh mask indoors you don't have to isolate you don't need to maintain a safe distance uh all of that um that was this was actually all um verboten this was all uh would get you banned from social media uh all of the things the cds cdc is saying today um is stuff that would have gotten you uh banned um and then all you people who have been fired from your jobs because you didn't take the uh, vaccine uh i would strongly suggest that you wait till the republicans have congress again and uh, demand that you get your damn job back all back pay everything 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 and then sue the hell out of whoever did it to you how about that but, you know, things are really serious. Yeah, the million people died. And yet, the other day, Anthony Fauci was uh, sitting in front of a bunch of sycophantic Democrats, and he made a joke about it. We're at the epicenter of the initial outbreak. WA1, Washington 1, is considered the ancestral model strain. Um, this no, center. I, I developed the ancestral model strain. <laughs> he said he made it in his own kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I created it. Yeah, yeah, you know. It's really funny. That's a hell of a funny joke considering he says a million people in America just died of it. You've been played, guys. You've been played. All of this crap. You've been played. And they made you take a stupid vaccine that works for some people, doesn't work for everybody, and is damn dangerous to some people. Myocarditis. You weren't able to say anything. You weren't able to say anything about vaccine injuries. You weren't able to say anything about any prophylaxis. Doctors were not able to provide their own treatment for this virus. It all had to come from the government that was approved by the FDA and the CDC, and it enriched Big Pharma. That's not conspiracy theory. That's two years of facts and two years of what I've been saying to you about it. <sighs> Let's come back, wrap up the show. Jobs.irs.gov. They're hiring today. Jobs.irs.gov. Share with everyone you know on social media. Tag it, IRS Jobs. Tag it, whatever you need to, to get millions of people to apply for these awesome jobs that the Democrats are paying, uh, we're paying for. Let's take a break. We'll be right back in a second. All right, guys. Uh, have a glorious weekend. God bless you and your family. Make sure to check my TV show, Rob Carson's What in the World. Just go to NewsmaxTV.com, NewsmaxTV.com for listings. Have a glorious weekend. Apply at jobs.irs.gov. Do it every single day and share with others. Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. <laughs> 